Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the Unknown. No, but I just always like that. Sure. Whatever. Everybody's everything. Everybody's allowed to be a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. What's going on, Hambo? Nothing, man. I, I was, uh, we've got a Monday on our hands. Yeah. I was in town. I, I'm pretty boring these days. I haven't drank in, like, over two weeks. Really? New Year's resolution? No, I just, uh, I was, uh, you know, my foot blew up. Mm-hmm. Old, old old fun gout attack, and then I, I made it. Haven't made it through Vegas not drinking. Mm-hmm. Kind of was like, oh, if I could do that, I yeah. cannot drink. You know, I just, I just, nothing's been grabbing me. You know, there's that <laughs> moment of the. Well, you know, there's that moment of like, well, for me, speaking for myself, there's mm-hmm. that moment of not drinking where I can't. It's hard for me to be out at shows or something if, uh-huh. everybody, if everybody else is drinking because I'm yeah. like irritable. But then you kind of get past that point where it's like, oh, I can go out and hang out with people who are drinking. But then the show's over and, you know, it's 1030. And instead of going to a bar, hanging out with people and to keep drinking, it's like, no, I'll get out of here. I'm not I know Mm -hmm. I'm not going to miss anything. Yeah. And so. I'm in that zone now. I'm just trying to take advantage of it. Well, good for you. Yeah. It's not some major thing. It's just Mm -hmm. like, oh, it's been a while. Okay, let's, you know, there's not, there hasn't been an event where I'm like, oh man, I hope I'm, I got to be drunk to enjoy this. Mm-hmm. Although I, I did miss a really cool band called, I, I've spoken to you about R.I.P. Uh huh. They were playing on Saturday. And I think the fact that I wasn't drinking, I was like, ah, I'm going to stay home. Aw. I mean, I, I, yeah, man, I, I, you know, whatever. <laughs> well, whatever, dude. Whatever it takes, man. My version of that is, uh, I, I, I can. If I apply myself, I can uh, take a break whenever I want. But it's uh, whenever there's a big sporting event on TV, to to sit down and watch the Super Bowl or the college football championship game and not have a beer or a bourbon is it's pretty taxing. Yeah, that's why I'm wondering what the occasion is going to be mm-hmm. for me, where I'm like, I gotta fucking, 
I got to drink through this one. <laughs> so you didn't, uh, no shows this weekend, or at least out of town? You stayed in town this weekend? No, nothing. Uh, yeah, I stayed in town. I popped in on one Friday, mm-hmm. did an open mic last week. Went, uh, just, I went to the skate park yesterday. Got oh, nice. Got adjacent. Yeah, there I was out, out on the BMX bike. It was fun. I went with this, it's all old dudes. Like, old, like in their 40s dudes. Mm-hmm. Not all, but like, like a lot of dudes in their 40s out there just... Hucking BMX bikes around a concrete bowl. That's awesome. Like, this is awesome. It's really, uh, this city's really winning me over, buddy. That's good, man. Just uh, old people doing the thing they want to do. Just who cares? Not old, but older for mm-hmm. the sports of BMX and skateboarding. You know? See, I need to find See, like it- my crew. I need mm-hmm. to find the 40-plus baseball league or basketball league. That would be fun. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like these sport, like skateboarding, like these these are things that you could go do by yourself. So it's not prohibitive of like other people's schedules. So it's not like oh, I need to get a bunch of other people to go form this softball team or something. Like, no, nope, mm-hmm. I'm just I'm by myself. I want to do this today. Yeah. So that is kind of nice about that, but it's fun. I'm just I'm just hanging. When I tried a very uh, well well known pizza place here in Portland, mm-hmm. allegedly the best called a pizza shoals i'm i'm confused on the names a pizza not like separate like a singular pizza Uh like the word is a pizza a pizza a pizza okay i get what they're doing do you a pizza no but what's shoals (laughs) but it's not shoal it's not shoals like alabama Uh uh-huh no muscle shoals yeah no it's s-c-h-o-l-l-s Huh. Name. Have you had it? it up right now. How about I look this up? Have you had their pizza? I had. That's why we went to there yesterday. Okay. Okay. This is what the name means. It's a play on word. You're right. Oh fuck! All right, never Mm -hmm. mind me. Like you want a pizza? A pizza? A kind of a so. Let's get a pizza. A pizza. And then, mostly, I think, from the Connecticut area, he's always loved it's a play on words. A pizza, Shoals. What's the Shoals part? How is that a play? I'm trying to find it. Hmm. It came out in Shoals. Okay. That's where they started. There's a place called Shoals Ferry out here. Uh, I'm not going to read this whole article. Anyway, it makes sense. And what a fucking cool story. What a great podcast. Yeah. This is ter- <laughs> How Jesus. was the pizza, though? Bo- Sorry, I bored myself with that one. <laughs> fascinating. Fascinating stuff, guys. Oh, we can. Uh, p- we pizza, can the pizza was good. It was mm-hmm. good. I think I've. I don't know if I'm going to eat pizza that's going to like. Like, I don't know how much more you can do to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you go to barbecue places. You got your power rankings. Mm-hmm. I like so. There's pizza that's there's obviously varying degrees of of quality in any type of food. Sure. But at what point are you like, yeah, pizzas? This is good. This is good pizza. But I mean, we waited for like forty minutes. Hmm. Which it was like we were in the neighborhood and we we didn't care. Like that's why we were like. You could order beers. Rachel was having beers. I, was, I had an RC Cola. They had RC Cola there. That, Ooh, that Royal deli- Crown. That delighted me. Yeah, mm-hmm. that delighted me. 
That is fun. And some ver- some Verner's ginger ale. They had old timey pops. Did you get a moon pie? RC Cola and a moon that, pie. They didn't have moon pies. They had its its though. Mm-hmm. The ice cream sandwiches. I did not get one. But so we waited and we got the pizza. It was very good pizza. What'd you get? What's your but toppings? Get- What's your go to toppings? Man, I got you know when I'm getting when I'm being a real piece of shit. Uh huh. Like a real whore. Yeah. Getting me some. Get me some Pizza Hut or some Domino's just to roll around in, you know? <laughs> just something just something disgusting. Yeah. Like a like a dog finding a possum carcass. Something I'm gonna just something I just want to get the stink all over me of. I get I always get two pizzas. Okay. Because I'm gonna eat leftover. It makes no the idea of ordering pizza delivery and getting one pizza in this day and age. That's dumb. Blasphemous. Uh huh. You know you're you know you're gonna eat. It's like basically grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. I get a, I'll get one. The basic go tos. Mm-hmm. If I don't have to think, I get one. Usually with like a mushroom onion. Okay. Or mush mushroom uh, mushroom pepper. Mm-hmm. Regular sauce, maybe extra cheese if I'm feeling real feisty. Mm-hmm. And I get a second pizza. Barbecue sauce, jalapeno, and, and uh, pineapple. Okay, I like it. A sweet, a sweet pizza. I got to get a sweet pie. Sweet pie, savory pie, sweet pie, <laughs> yin and yang, <laughs> fatso yin and yang. That's what I get. <laughs> Old, t- the, I get, I get Tubby's duality. That's what I call that one. <laughs> uh, the duality of the fat thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez. That's Chubby's funny. lament, <laughs> but uh, that's that's the easy go to. Uh-huh. Sometimes I like to change it up. I, you forget, man. Just play. I've, I've I've said it before. Plain old cheese pizza. Sometimes it's a good time. We're Sorry. tarting everything up left and right with options. Sometimes uh-huh. you got to go back to basics. Yeah, and here's something I've uh, come to terms with as I've aged. Sometimes extra cheese is not the way to go. In theory, yeah, in theory, in theory, we all like extra cheese. But if the normal, if their normal portioning is where it should be, sometimes extra cheese just weights everything down. Nah. No? Nah. So you think there's no such thing as too much cheese? Not at all. Lock me up, dude. No. Lock me up, daddy. I had a bad cheese experience this weekend. Bind me up. Bind Mm -hmm. me up like a dairy dungeon master. Yeah. (laughs) I had a real bad cheese experience this weekend, Kyle. I guess that's why I'm talking about it. What happened to you, Dave? I made, I got my heart set on a quesadilla, right? I went, I went and got, (laughs) (laughs) just had my heart set on (laughs) I mean, shit, I can make quesadillas, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I went. And I got some of my beloved Moosecraft brisket, some of the best brisket in the game. All right. Then okay. All right. I went over to McCall's Butcher Shop, which I'm going to talk about again here in a moment. Got some some McCall's. Uh, you ever been to McCall's when you're back in L.A. Uh, on that's Los- the one in Los Feliz, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, okay. It's uh, you okay. know, they're they're proud of their stuff. It, it's not cheap, but it's good shit. But. Yeah. Um, I'll talk about their hot dogs here in a moment. But right now, I want to talk about uh, quesadillas. So I went to Moe's Craft, got some brisket, went to McCall's, and they have small batch uh, homemade flour tortillas. 
I don't know. Some okay. some local somebody local brings them in every day. They're just absolutely delicious. So I got the brisket. I got the tortillas. I get home. Okay. I thought I had uh, some Monterey Jack, and I thought I had like the pre-shredded uh, Mexican blend. Had neither one of those. I had one big block of Tillamook cheddar, extra sharp. Okay. Tillamook, right down the way here. I think I'm falling out of love with cheddar, is what I'm trying to say. Um, the cheddar, ru- it ruined the quesadilla. <laughs> I'm falling out of love with yeah, cheddar. Yeah, it, it ruined my quesadilla. I got $35 worth of fucking brisket. I got some fancy artisan tortillas, and I ruined it I'm you were with the make... cheddar. I used too much it. of it. Go ahead. You were going to make a quesadilla with this fancy brisket? Yeah, I wanted a, I wanted a brisket quesadilla. I wanted that beef and cheese, the beef and cheese mixture. Oh, the the play, the dance, yeah, I guess. the seduction. And you over-cheesed yourself? I over-cheesed <clears throat> myself. And, and well, at first, at first I thought I over-cheesed myself. And then upon reflection, Kyle, I think even if I would have done moderate cheese, I think that cheddar just, uh, that cheddar seen better days. You know, when you're <clears throat> young, when you're a little kid and you got dirty mouth and dirty fingernails and you're eating boogers sure cheddar cheese is wonderful but we're an adult and you got an advanced palate cheddar cheese man you're gonna tell me you grew out of cheddar cheese right now yeah fucked up my quesadilla kyle i was really upset i didn't think you could grow out i don't think you can grow out of cheddar cheese i think i think yeah, I think that. I, well, you know what? I don't know what I'm talking about. I, I make quesadillas. It's just cheese. Is there cheese in the house? There is. Then that's mm-hmm. what goes in the quesadilla. I'm not, you know, one to. Say, I'm sorry you feel that way, Dave. Mm-hmm. Sucked. You know, some friend, some friendships aren't meant to last forever. It sucked. It's. Would you? Uh, what? So dis. It ruined my day. It sucked. <laughs> I was in a bad mood all day. How much did you use all the brisket for the quesadilla? Yeah, I got a whole pound. Made like four, four quesadillas for me and oh, Katie. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, you made a, a over one pound quesadilla? No, nah, no. Each quesadilla had That's... a quarter pound. Mm-hmm. All right. I guess, I mean, I'm, it seems like a lot, but I guess that makes sense. You realize the only way I can measure a quarter pound is from the quarter pound or from the pound. <laughs> so it's, like, it's the only... For any, for anything in the world, that's a quarter pound. Let me hold it and see if it feels as much as that gross burger from McDonald's. Yeah, man, I I put so much thought and care into it, man. My technique was on point. Everything was great, except the cheese just ruined the fucking party, dude. I'm sorry, man. That's all right, but I could I, I could hear the disappointment in your voice, and I'm sorry. A lot of food talk today. I got I got a lot of food stuff I want to cover. Well, but, uh, I redeemed myself. I, mean, I redeemed myself. I had some, I had some good experiences this weekend too. All right, I was talking okay. about I was talking about McCall's dude. They, oh, man, I love I love I love a good butcher shop. I love a good just you hey we got. <laughs> I I don't mean about like you. You're oh, expressing shit, appreciation for anything food related. Oh. Like, I think we got there. I think we got there years ago on the show. Oh Dave. man! Oh man! Dude, I had the best hot dog of my life this weekend. All right, go on. All right, McCall's makes their own hot dogs. 
Ima- right, imagine using an ellipse and asshole. No, here's my point. Imagine using the same techniques, you know, that we all love with the hot dog. But imagine if it was good meat and not just the scraps from the slaughter room floor. You know, uh, I'd argue it wouldn't be a hot dog. <laughs> they use good shit. But they put, you know, they do it just like, I, I don't know how to make a hot dog. I'll have to read the back of one of your albums. Zing. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Which album did you do, Hot Dog Ingredients? I think that was, that was the la- I think that was Trampoline in a Ditch. Oh, man, that's so, <clears throat> so funny. Um, making it tough for people to find the tracks. <laughs> but, uh, but they make, they make uh, what do they call them? City Frankfurters. So they're, they're skinny and long and literally just... I mean, it might as well be just an artisanal sausage at this point. But like, if yeah, I had one just naked, just just to really get a good taste test going. Really, yeah, you know, I'm like a I'm like a sausage sommelier, I'm swirling it around in my mouth, spitting it out. You know, I mean, and, that sounds <laughs> that sounds like you need a trip back to that park. <laughs> <laughs> but this is one of the best damn hot dogs I've ever had, and I uh, I steamed okay. them. I uh, I put them in the okay, uh, okay. cast iron skillet, put a little lid on there, threw a little beer in there, create some steam, steamed them Respect. for about three or four minutes. And then, okay, have I talked to you about St. Pierre bread po- bread products? Oh, my God. <laughs> this is the most product placement episode yeah. Yeah, this, uh, we've ever done. Yeah. You, this you is, should uh, be getting more st- you should be getting way more free stuff. Unpaid endorsement, by the way. St. Pierre, uh, I don't know if they're regional, whatever, but uh they make I've known about them for a while because they make my favorite hamburger bun. They do uh, all their stuff is brioche, but it's so soft and fluffy, and it's um it's not where it's not where the regular hot dog buns and 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 sliced bread and all that stuff is. It's in the bakery section of the grocery store. You know where the where the store will make their own bakery products and throw them out there. People really got arrogant when they knew their stuff would be in the bakery section. Mm -hmm. Make sure to look for it in the bakery section <laughs> people get really up companies would get really up their ass about where it would be like don't go looking for it in that trash aisle yeah with wonder bread Mm-mm. this would be in the bakery section yeah man it's where it belongs check the deli counter of your grocery store we're not with those slobs over in the refrigerated food section <laughs> oh my god but yeah st pierre they make a hot dog bun now and it's the same delicious brioche and it's soft and squishy and i steam those up and i just went real simple i went that good bun i went with a good frankfurter uh french's yeah, send me pictures of this yeah thing. french's yellow mustard diced a uh, raw white onion and i went with diced bread and butter pickles give me a little uh, sweet action and okay. uh, like I've always said, people shit on bread and butter pickles it's only because they're expecting a sour pickle if you know going in that it's a sweet bread and butter pickle. It's a delicious experience. No, so. he puts. I mean, I, I don't have to go go on about the virtues of a Chicago dog. Yeah, it's sweet relish, and mm-hmm. it's a dill pickle spear. Yeah, what's not to like? So yeah, just went real basic. Uh, best hot dog I've ever had. It was just unbelievable. What are they charging per franc over there at McCall's? Uh, let's see. I got six of them for about nine bucks. So what? Dollar fifty a pop. Is that what that comes out to? Okay. Not bad. All right. Not bad. People going nuts on these egg prices. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what's going on with the eggs? I don't know. We got eggs yesterday. Four bucks for a dozen. I don't know (laughs) where these people are going nuts on these expensive eggs. 
Then, all right, I got one more food related. Well, let's be honest, probably not, but I got another food related thing. All right. We're hanging out, man. It's all right. Now, I'm not saying that I've invented this concept. Okay. I'm sure other people have done this. I'll I'll be the judge of that day. But I'll I'll tell you if you invented it. Yesterday, uh, all weekend, Saturday and Sunday, we're right smack dab in the middle of the NFL playoffs. All right, we're we're down to the final four teams. Yesterday was two really good two games. Saturday, two games. Sunday. Yesterday, I really wanted to watch these games. I wanted to celebrate. Uh, so, uh, fresh off the heels of my uh, disappointing quesadilla experience, it's like a bad yeah. set. Like a bad did set. You, you know? Did you eat it? Did you pull the brisket out? What'd you do? Did you try salvage it? Um, I ate half of it begrudgingly, and yes, the the rest of it I pulled the brisket out and just ate it separately. I'm not gonna okay. waste that brisket. I I didn't think you I didn't think you would. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. So, while I was at uh, Moosecraft to get that brisket, I also got uh, some of their house-made sausage. All right. I know how much you used to, and still do, but uh, I, I know your affinity for the uh, the cured meats, the tubular meats, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love all that stuff, too. However, when you take your classic tube meat and you you incorporate wood smoke, all right? Okay. All these craft barbecue spots now, most of them will do at least one type of smoked sausage and Moosecraft does two incredible ones they do a uh, okay. a uh, they do a roasted poblano oaxaca cheese sausage it's okay. uh made with a blend of prime uh, beef brisket and uh pork and then they got the roasted poblanos and the oaxaca cheese so they do that one then they do a classic jalapeno cheddar a uh, little brisket little pork jalapeno and cheddar and then they smoke mm-hmm. them they throw them on the uh, smoker like they do all their meats Man, okay, so here's what I did. I got a couple of each of those sausages, and I had uh, I got an extra couple little chunks of uh, brisket, right? So I throw them all in the fridge for a day, get them, get them nice and chilled down, 
and then sharpen okay. up the old chef's knife, and I just sliced okay. them as, as I, I sliced little coins, just as almost as thin as I could could get it, and I laid out. I made a okay. bar. I made a barbecue charcuterie plate with some uh, bread and butter uh, pickles. With some I like what you're doing there. Pickled red onion, a little brown mustard, a little barbecue sauce, and I had the th- super thin sliced cold brisket and the sloop, super thin mm-hmm. sliced jalapeno cheddar sausage and the poblano oaxaca cheese sausage and oh boy it's everything you love about the uh the classic charcuterie plate with the italian stuff the salami and the gabagool and all that shit but yeah. you got this whole element this whole component of smoke and barbecue just and I you can't can... hear you say oaxacan without thinking of the disturbed song by the way <laughs> you say like oaxacan do, 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 do. <laughs> I like that shit. I like <laughs> I that I mean I, when I got that uh that Matt's barbecue here mm-hmm. when I was uh philandering I uh man eating that cold even eating it cold like a cold like the sausage cold even yes. though it's like it was still great it was still superb I'd say see do you I, go ahead. That, uh, to to challenge your, do you ever fuck around with just a Hillshire Farms, just that big old horseshoe sausage? If I can't, when it's, I'm making gumbo and I can't find andouille mm-hmm. sausage, I'll get the Hillshire Farms smoked sausage. I know it's trash. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know it's trash. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, I used to, I used to love that as like a dinner, like chopped up. Mm-hmm. I, I always liked eating that. A little I, rice I or something. Yeah. Yeah. Just. Good oh, I forgot about I forgot about the old Hillshire Farms it's not horse bad. yoke shaped. <laughs> but yeah, man, I've I'm I've always loved cold food, like um, food food that started off warm. <laughs> For example, I love cold fried chicken. <laughs> food that started off warm. <laughs> How are you such a connoisseur? And then you're like, I like food that used to be hot but ain't no more. Like, it wait, starts wait. off hot, and then science makes it cold. Um, Some food's supposed to be like that, like jellies and such. <laughs> but I'm serious. I think can't eat hot jello; it'd be gross. <laughs> hot Ooh, pudding? No hot, way. Hot jello. Oh, that sounds terrible. No, but like especially. Uh, I think the barbecue charcuterie lends itself to, to the cold, the cold cut, because you can really, I, I feel like my taste buds are on alert when it's a cold temperature in my mouth, you know? I feel like I'm tasting things that maybe I would overlook if it was hot. <laughs> when it's hot, it's just burning, and I just swallow it real quick. Dude, I do, you're not wrong. I do. Was, I do understand what you're saying, though. I it was do understand so what you're good. Saying. Like imagine, like we all love the salami and the pepperoni and the gabagool, but man, just thin slices of like small batch, house made, smoked sausage. I do. I get it. And this will sound gross too, but like the fat is different. Yes, like fat's cold. It's, yeah. it's a different. You're getting a different man experience. It was fantastic. Lots of good, uh, lots of good food up on the Reddit right now. On the oh yeah, Reddit, by the way. Okay, yeah, yeah I got to get on there. And look job. around. Pe- people making your recipes, people getting coming up with their own stuff. Mm-hmm. Some good looking stuff out there, everybody. Right on, way to go. But yeah, I uh, I encourage everybody listening who's into charcuterie, 
go to your local craft barbecue place, get some good sausage links, throw them in the fridge. The next day, slice that shit up real thin. A little mustard, a little barbecue sauce. If you got some pickles, you got some pickled red onion. Oh, boy. Good time. He gave it the oh, boy. Oh, boy, seal of approval. It's a great experience. I, I want, Dave, I, you know, I like I said, it, it feels weird to say, like, yeah, I'm, like, trying to buy a house and everything. Mm-hmm. Because it feels almost arrogant in this day and age, knowing yeah. how the world is. But uh, yeah, I'm trying, you know, 46, Good. thinking Hell about yeah. doing that adult thing other people did 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. This is a completely changing subjects, by the way. Sure. I'm so, I didn't know if you were done with the. With yeah, food yeah, thing. yeah. I'm done with it. I got some more food news. We'll get to later. Food but news. As far, as far as my own personal food experiences, yeah, that that's that caps off my week. Well, just more like I like. Because, like, Portland's got all these houses that are, like, they're over 100 years old. But mm-hmm. then people redo them, so it looks new inside. Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering, like, <clears throat> I was listening to a podcast called Into the Fray. And it's whatever. It's a good nighttime podcast. I'm not trying to throw shade at what somebody else said. But it's 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 pretty mellow as far as, like, it, it it's easy to listen to at night and fall asleep to. Mm-hmm. Take that how you want. But, uh the host was interviewing a guy, and he like was in a house that was built in 2015, like or something like recently. But he had all this poltergeist stuff happen, and it just it made me think about like haunted houses in like a newer setting. I don't hmm. know where I'm going with this. It's just That's I'm like, right. part of me is like, oh, I'm gonna buy like, well, I'm not gonna. But if I bought a hundred year old house, would I be disappointed if it wasn't haunted, mm-hmm. or would it be annoying? Like, I wonder if I would get to the point. Where these people talk about, they're mostly just frustrated. They're like, fucking, come on, ghost, let's go, toe-to-toe. Because it's just obnoxious to have a ghost. Well, it depends on what the ghost is doing. Like, if they're moving they, my shit around, if they're stealing my keys and throwing them down the hallway, that pissed me off. That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, I don't know. I don't know where I got, like, because I'm looking at this house, it looks all new inside. But I'm like, oh, I kind of want, part of me is like, oh, I want the haunted vibes. Mm-hmm. If it's 100-some years old. Like, you know, what have you, when's, when's the last time you were like scared of a, of a thing, an unexplained phenomena? Uh, probably when a demon tried to coerce me to kill my fiance. That was the one that was, uh, that was in Atlanta. Yeah. The Highland Inn. That was, uh, that definitely shook me. Like the next day you were like, oh, something. Yeah, I didn't go back to sleep that night. I I just stayed up all night and was just like, what the fuck was that? For if people need a a, a quick recap, uh, four or five years yeah, ago. Yeah, I guess we should clear clear it up. <laughs> that. that night, a demon called whiskey convinced me I needed to kill my fiance. It was uh, the day after Christmas, twenty seventeen. Katie and I had visited my parents in South Georgia, and uh, the next day we drove to Atlanta, checked into the Highland Inn right there in, uh, what was it, Highly Ponce, uh, Hi- Highly, Highland, Ponce <laughs> Highland, that's what I'm trying to say, Ponce Highland neighborhood. Uh, you've been there, we've all got stories yeah. about the Highland Inn, just kind of an old creepy spot, been there about 100 years, very that's small rooms. Uh Billy Wayne Davis and I did uh, mushrooms just sitting in one of those depressing rooms one time. That was not a great experience. I found out I stayed in the room that Rotney lived in. Uh-huh. Lived in. 
told me what he did with his girlfriend in there. I was like, oh, man. Yeah. You don't have to tell me that. No. Long story short, 4 <laughs> o'clock in the morning, Katie and I are sleeping in, in the bed. She's she's out cold. Um, something jars me awake, and I'm not making this up. And I'm, I, I've am i thought about this. I th- I've thought about this once a week since it happened. Uh, I'm 99% sure I was not dreaming. And uh, something jars me out of a cold sleep, and now I'm levitating mm-hmm. six inches on uh, above the bed. I'm st- I'm laying on my stomach, and I'm levitating, and my arms are out, kind of Jesus Christ style, and I'm levitating mm-hmm. off the bed, and in my peripheral, I always say that r- word wrong. Is it peripheral? Peripheral. At this point, you just own the way. You, if if yeah. you say something wrong long enough, it's real to you. So I I, I, I allow it. I see flames in my peripheral out the uh, the window right there by the bed. I see that the basically the window is on fire, and I keep okay. telling myself I'm not. This is not a dream. I'm totally awake. This is crazy, and uh, something. There was no voice in my head, but there was something. There was a presence in that room that wanted me to do harm to Katie, and I remember saying out loud, "Fuck you! I'm not going to hurt her," and I'm levitating. This whole thing lasted about eight to ten seconds. And I look, yeah. and then uh, something, I, and I couldn't put my arms down. I was trying to like muscle myself down. Couldn't do that. And uh, just out of nowhere, just I f- dropped. I fell six inches on the bed and snapped too. And uh, the flames were gone. And Katie's still there. But yeah, something, uh, something wanted me to cause her harm. And, and you wouldn't chalk that up to like um, sleep paralysis or anything. I've never had sleep paralysis, so that I'm aware of. So I can't really compare it to it. I mean, it. I, We've talked about this before when it happened. Like it, it sounds mm-hmm. like it might be, but the problem was I was so lucid, I was so awake, I was so aware of everything that was going on that it just. That's, did, it, but it, that's it, the sleep paralysis yeah, part. Maybe, but what's the part that wanted me to hurt my fiance? Well, no, like like I said, from like from having it before, it's everything is normal. Mm-hmm. You are convinced you are awake. Except there is a presence mm-hmm. in your room. Yeah. And it's malicious. And it's like, for me, it was always like a growling, like the deep kind of almost stereotypical devil type of like, like kind of growling and like an ominous type of shadow or something that's, again, in your peripheral, but but like, oh, it's right over there. And the fear is like, oh, I'm paralyzed with fear. I'm not going to look. Mm-hmm. But it's also the paralysis paralysis of the sleep paralysis mm-hmm. and then not being able to move so it does sound like that but it's yeah. also very easy to, to dismiss anything that happens scary at night to somebody's sleep paralysis so yeah you, you know i wasn't there i didn't i didn't see what happened, but i remember you tell me about that and it's especially if you've never had it before like now ha- having had it i'm like oh i know it's happening mm-hmm. you haven't had but it since I didn't know, yeah it's but then so you like the the rest of the day you were like freaked out yeah, that happened about four o'clock in the morning, and I just stayed awake for about another two hours. And uh, mm-hmm. about six a.m., I just we we were gonna sleep in and you know fart around, and I was like, "Hey, it's it's time to go. Let's uh, let's go yeah. ahead and start our day. Let's get the hell out of here." Demons cutting this sh- trip short, hun. Pack the bags. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was uh, that's without a doubt the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me. Well, I guess, yeah, I guess I'm bringing that stuff up, like just being fearful. Like, I can get myself terrified. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a skill. It's like, oh, I'm a cheap date for myself. It's like, I don't need a scary movie. I'll just sit here and let my imagination go wild. 
after a little puff of weed and mm-hmm. I will get horrified of things. And I'm like, now I'm wondering like, Oh, how am I going to handle being in an old house? That's mine. That's life. <laughs> Rachel's out of town. Like, well, time for me to go in my basement alone. Yeah. <laughs> I've never well, had that. I've never been in a house. Like, I've always, it's been apartments. It's the house I grew up in or it's apartments where it's like, I'm pretty sure I know what is in my apartment. Mm-hmm. Like I've never been in, lived in a place big enough where you'd be curious about what's it on the other side of the uh, uh, property, you know? When you say you can get yourself terrified, like what's an example of when you were just terrified of something? Oh, dude, all the time. Just la- just laying around, like, what's that noise? What's that? Or like listening, like falling asleep, listening to these podcasts with people's mm-hmm. stories. Like this guy was telling a story about a poltergeist in this, in this newer house that he had. And I... I don't know. I found his tale to be a bit far-fetched, but hey, that's me. I'm just I'm just listening. But I started thinking about it myself. Like what if these scenarios, like what this guy said were happening? Like it was he was saying that he was like a beta tester for Xbox 1 or something. And so mm-hmm. Xbox somehow like uh like it, it projects I'm I'm butchering this, so the listeners please, you know, forgive me for butchering what I'm understanding cuz I listen to this at when I'm falling asleep. But it like projects like a, like a grid over your room, so it can interpret like what you're doing, almost like a webcam type of thing. Mm-hmm. So you can play along with video games. I believe that's what happens. Okay. But so because he was a beta tester for the company, they had monitors watching him playing these games to see how it goes. And on the monitors where they're watching, like all these black spots were floating around within the grid. Really. Yeah, so he wasn't seeing anything, but they were picking it up. Like how this thing was like mapping the room and like map. I don't know if it's like I'm real. I'm really not. I shouldn't even be talking because I don't understand entirely what he was talking about. That, but he, all this other stuff that was happening, it just like just if you hear something like in a basement or in an attic, like you were saying at your place, you thought mm-hmm. somebody was living in your attic. Yeah, you know, even here, even in the burbs out here, and and. Oregon, like finally hearing sounds of things on the roof because it's like, oh, it's not police cars and car chases and all this shit in L.A. It's like, oh, it's mm-hmm. quiet and I can just hear stuff. Yeah. I wonder if my paranoia will drive me crazy. Hmm. Because I can get to that place sometimes. <sighs> yeah. Because especially in an apartment, you can, it's so easy to write stuff off in an apartment building. Sure. I like, got ah, neighbors doing a thing. Mm-hmm. I told what? you I got in trouble at my old place because I heard one neighbor crying. I was like, it was kind of like one of those like pan like all right, you know, hey, let's. I don't mean to be nosy, but let's check in on people's mental health that's living near you and you say hi to. And I hear mm-hmm. somebody crying a lot who lives by themselves. And I texted one neighbor. I'm like, you hear so and so crying, and that neighbor's like, no, that's me. Oh, <laughs> like, oh sh- <laughs> shit! I'm sorry. <laughs> No, nope, she's like, me. yeah, she's like, she's like, I'm sick and I just spilt wine on my new couch. I'm like, okay, sorry, <laughs> that is a bummer. That's a bummer. I understand. Oh man, so you're in the market for a home, buddy. That's exciting. Well, yeah, I don't. I honestly, it's probably less shameful to like admit being a furry than it is to admit like buying a house. Given <laughs> everybody's like struggling and this and that and like. You know the the the, uh, the current climate isn't mm-hmm. great right now, as far as amongst uh, fellow artists, yeah, and the sort. 
What so uh, it almost feels weird to be like, yeah, I'm going to do this thing that I always said I was never going to do. But nah, man, you can't, uh, dude. You've been busting your ass for what over two decades now. You, uh, I mean, it's it's not even that. It's just I got scared hearing all this talk about like, oh, you may never be able to own a home mm-hmm. ever, given how things are going with. I, I some places where who is putting a law up. That like nobody from, they were not allowing like anybody from China or the Middle East to purchase homes. Really, in an area, I think just in an effort to curb. Well, I don't. I'm paraphrasing whatever subheading I read, mm-hmm. but I think it's just to curb like overseas investment, where people are just buying up property here, yeah, and sitting on it. Just wealthy people mm-hmm. overseas buying up property. And not letting the people that live here have a chance to buy it. And that's yeah. the kind of mentality that got me scared into thinking like, oh, okay, I guess I do have to acknowledge that buying a house is an investment. Mm-hmm. And it's not this, you know, fuck it all attitude I had before. I'm still a little leery about it. but mm-hmm. I'm still like, oh, so everything, oh, those gutters are my gutters. I have mm-hmm. to clean those gutters. I have to paint that thing. I have to mow that like oh oh, that's gonna suck (laughs) see i'm looking forward to that i want to do manual labor around my own home i can't wait to mow my lawn i can't wait to clean out my gutters i used to love doing that shit really i wonder i wonder yeah i wonder how soon the novelty will wear off yeah i'm sure it does it hasn't worn on yet. (laughs) what uh what do you have i mean obviously you have some features that you're looking for, but is there one thing that's an absolute must if you're going to make an investment of this magnitude, whether it be got to have a basement, got to have a yard, you know, certain amount of bedrooms. More than just one bathroom. Yeah. More than one bathroom. <laughs> for, for, yeah. For me and for me and the missus. Do y'all just have mm-hmm. one now? No, we got one and a half. One and a half. Okay. Cause I know you used to have two full ones. So that was nice. <clears throat> Yeah, and it's not. It's just uh, you know, just the ability to be never have to, never want to have to hold it in my own ho- house. Yeah, never, never want to have to. I own this, and I'm I'm holding in a dump. I failed. <laughs> I failed at life. You never want to uh, have to give a disclaimer to the missus. Uh, no, I'm, if it's my house. I should never be uncomfortable. Yeah, and and have to put the prey. Hey, hurry up in there. You might want to give that a few minutes before you head back in there. A toilet for every asshole. <laughs> that's 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 that's, that's just, Canadians, that's, America. That's basic, yeah. <laughs> that's basic. That's real estate math that I'm doing. A toilet, a chicken in every pot, and a toilet for every asshole. <laughs> yep, that's oh it. Oh my god, was that was that chicken in every pot? Was Something. that like an FDR thing? Yeah, I think it was. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize me and FDR on uh-huh. the same plan. Let's see. Yeah. A chicken and a chicken in every pot. Let's see who's that. Oh my god. That is so funny. Oh, is it advertised cause President Herbert Herbert Hoover. Hoover's? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Hoover. Was a car in every driveway, a chicken in every pot, something like that? Two cars in every yeah. First stated by no, first dated by Henry the Fourth, 
I want there to be no peasant in my realm so poor that he will not have a chicken in his pot every Sunday. And later associated with Herbert Hoover. Uh, he did not make the statement, but it was part of an ad campaign mm. for that. So, yeah, a, a, a toilet for every asshole. <laughs> I didn't realize I was paraphrasing Henry the Fourth. <laughs> as you often via, do uh, you know like me, me and old me and old hanky four uh dude i uh i injured myself this week what'd you do i cut my i cut three fingers uh with a box cutter and it was fucking gnarly and i right. i've never done this i accidentally cut a fingernail like right in the oh, middle oh. i drew oh. blood i drew blood oh. from a fingernail right oh. in the middle all right, all right, all yeah, right. With the it's, emphasis, it's everybody, we've lo- everybody's hung up. Everybody, stop listening right there. When's the last time you had a uh, knife accident or blade-related accident? Right now, I'm cutting my cuticles with a pocket knife. Okay, so not an accident, mm-hmm. but uh, the blade. Yeah, like when's the last time you uh-huh. hurt yourself with a knife or you know some sharp instrument? I, this is why I'd be a terrible cook. I'm so slow. Mm-hmm. In the kitchen when I'm cutting things because of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I never had like a crazy accident. Now That's knock good. on wood. Now yeah. it's gonna happen. Yeah, knock on wood. I can't think I can't think of one. I can't think of it. Couldn't even tell you. I was working in a kitchen one time and saw a guy cut the tip of his finger off. Dog. All right. Disclaimers, everybody. We're uh-huh. gonna talk about gnarly shit. Okay. I uh my cousin cut his fingers off with a, a remote control airplane. Really? The tips of his fingers. They sewed them back on. Mm. Yeah. That's rough. He used to have a na- Jimbo, a guy who lives across the street, and he had a few nubs. Mm-hmm. He's a fuck. I mean, I'm just from observing him. Like, of course, this guy has nubs, <laughs> but he would like pull, he would like pull his guitar. Like, I, I was still. I mean, I, I lived at home until I, in my twenties, and I just drink beers with. People in the neighborhood. <laughs> I, was, I was drinking beers with him across the street. He's like trying to play Credence on his guitar in the driveway. I'm like, <laughs> you know, I, buddy, you don't have the re. I'm looking at two fingers that are not going to make that G chord happen right now. <laughs> it's a little Django Reinhardt over there. Yeah. Yeah. We watched him one day, me and my buddy Bob. We're like, we're going to go to the movies. And we saw him. <clears throat> we're in my parents' living room looking out through the picture window across the street at Jimbo's house. And we see him come out of the garage. Just We just see him holding a chainsaw and a ladder. We're like, all right, fuck this movie. We're watching this. <laughs> We're like, whatever's happening here is going to be more entertaining than anything Hollywood could give us. And we watch it. We just leave. It wasn't like a ladder that like folded out into an A for stir, you know, for structural integrity. Mm-hmm. It was just a regular ladder. They just leaned against a tree, mm. all wobbly. And then started heading up the ladder Oof. with the chainsaw. We're like, well, we are not sure what we're about to see. Did he start the chainsaw be... first? No, he started when he got up there. Oh, see, I would have started it first because, you know, sometimes you got to really torque uh, those things and might. I would have done. I would have done none of this. Yeah, but this is Jimbo <laughs> we're talking about. So Jimbo, he's got it going, and he's he hits a he gets into the branch as soon as he makes contact with the branch. It spits sawdust oh, right into his face. Of course. And he, he stammers up on that ladder. We're like, oh, all right. Let's call the ambulance. No eye protection? But it, No. 
this that's the part of the story. Mm-hmm. So he stammers, he gets down off the ladder, he goes in, comes back out with a pair of knockoff Oakley blades. Oh boy. That was the eye protection. <laughs> then he gets back up there, cuts his branch off, and just falls into the street and blocks traffic. <laughs> the cops <laughs> and the cops I mean it's the suburbs, like the cops that are just like rolling around doing whatever have to come by and be like, Ah, Jimbo's doing some dumb shit again. Just just without sound, you see the hand gesture of like, Well, branch, I'll get the branch into the yard. It's got cut into smaller pieces and they're like, Okay, Jimbo. Anyway, he was missing fingers. You ever operate a chainsaw? I bought when the tree fell down back here. I had to. I, right. I did the Harbor Freight thing. I bought. Weird to, that you could buy an electric chainsaw that plugs in. That like, is this weird. This is going to end. This isn't a smart design. But yeah, I mean, it, it made it through that tree. About. I don't think it. I don't think it's got much more use in it. But that's a Harbor Freight rule. Fifty dollar chainsaw. You know. See, that's why I want a home. I got to get me a husk varna. Get me a chainsaw. Start sawing some shit up. Most fun, I, most fun yeah. I ever had was when my dad owned a, uh, a firewood business. I was probably 21, 22, and yeah. uh, I'd work over there about three days a week. We'd have uh, giant uh, logs, just basically trees that have just been trimmed to their branches, but just, you know, mm-hmm. basically the whole tree delivered on uh, these 18-wheeler trucks. Logs. Yeah, but like, you know, you know logs are. 60, 70-foot logs, just huge. This uh, truck once a week would bring, like, Ten of them, and just dump them. My dad rented a lot behind a pawn shop, just dump them in this lot, <laughs> and I'd get out there and uh, get the chainsaw out and chop those bastards up into smaller logs, and then feed them through the uh, gas splitter. You ever operate a, a wood splitter? Those are fun. No, I've, I've seen the splitters. Yeah, the hydraulic. Oh man, it's a good time. I thought I was going to be a real cool guy here because we got the fireplace, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to chop up this log with the axe. And I, I put that axe up over my head and brought it down on the log, took out all the string lights on the patio. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sitting here judging Jimbo. Don't I, I might, you know what? I'm lucky to have 10 and 10 as far as my digits go. There's nothing funnier than watching someone who has no idea what they're doing try to oper- try to swing an axe. You would think it would be self-explanatory, but most people who have no experience... They'll put both hands down at the end of the handle and try to, you know, physics their way around it. But, like, you put, oh, yeah, you put a one... Loose, a loose blade. Yeah, you put one hand down at the bottom and one up by the, the axe head. And then as you bring it up, and then as you're coming down, you slide that top hand down and get some good torque. But, yeah, it's... it's or a, if you want to be real safe about it, you got to get just get that the head of the axe into the wood first and mm-hmm. then just beat it on the ground and split it. It's not nearly as fun. Yeah, that works, too. But like you were saying, like I think the sentence you're like, there's nothing more fun than watching somebody that has no idea what they're doing. You could just end that sentence there. That's that true. Is a good t- ineptitude is a great source of joy for mm-hmm. the observer. Yeah, it's a good time. Hence the Jimbo story. He had a he had a boat one day. Just had a boat in his yard. And I was like, oh, I didn't know you're in like into boats. He's like, I'm not, but it came with the trailer. <laughs> Hell yeah! He's excited. He got this deal on a on a boat. Then he got mad that cats lived in the boat. Mm. I'm like, man, it's on you, dude. You just put a boat here for no reason. Did he ever do anything with it? Did he ever fix it up, and take it out? No, <clears throat> uh, he didn't take it out. But the people that foreclosed on the house did. <laughs> oh man. That was, I never told you the story about it was like it was cartoonish, but like we were two or the address was two. 
we, our house was two north and uh-huh. his was two south. Okay. And he would he would literally he would take the number off his house because of debt collectors, and so they would like shut off our power sometimes. Oh man! Because they're supposed to be shutting his off. I'm That's like, funny. well, it's two. I'm gonna this is a two. It's the house is with the two on it. <laughs> oh, that sucks. We had we had some wild stuff on our little. I forget about that. When I go back, there a couple houses down. The one guy, the guy I grew up with, hired got busted for. Hiring a hitman to kill his wife. Really? Yeah. And would he hire an undercover cop or something? I think. Yeah, I think that was the case. One of those cases. Wow. Yeah, but then it's like, oh, yeah, no, I like I hung out with that kid. It was a kid on the block. Hmm. It was weird. Yeah, there was. Addison had some. I, like, I don't know if maybe it's not unique. Maybe like these little crime stories and stuff happen, but like. And my best friend Bob, like his neighbor down the street, stabbed his girlfriend like dozens of times, mm. and she lived, like Jeez. made it to the neighbors, and they he had already had a grave dug in the backyard. Like in this shit, like it's not like, it's not like inner city, it's not like city crime of like robberies and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I had bikes stolen out of the garage. This is like real white person thinks they're going to get away with it type shit, like mm-hmm. hiring hit men and everything. And there was, yeah, there was a, a lot of stuff going on. But I'm like, oh, yeah, there's a little quirky little weird stuff going on in old little Addison, Illinois. Did I ever tell you about the time I uh, this gal I went to high school with may or may not have made out with her at a party in ninth grade? And okay. then, uh, then the year after we graduated, her and her boyfriend killed a dude and beheaded him with an axe. Yowza! Yeah. Hot makeout sesh. Yeah. Yeah. I've literally... Why? why? I've smooched an axe murderer. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) I don't know all the details. I just know that uh, that gal that I went to high school with and smooched on, uh, yeah, it was a big story in Canton, Georgia, back in, like, the late 90s. No shit. Another dude, I didn't make out with this guy, but he was a buddy, and... uh, (laughs) He, uh, about the year after high school, he's... How uh, many murderers you kiss, dude? <laughs> Be honest. He's driving his Jeep Wrangler through Jasper, Georgia, and uh, goes through some residential neighborhood, speeding too fast or something, and a guy out in his driveway uh, with his small son yells at him to slow down. He stops. One thing leads to another. He beats that dude to death with a baseball bat right in front of his small child. God damn, man. Yeah. It's good times. That was, yeah, our uh, our quarterback. Prom weekend killed a guy. Good Lord. Quarterback of the high school football team. It was like, uh, same thing, like some dispute, but like a fight, but mm-hmm. didn't realize the guy was dead. Mm. Another dude, buddy's brother, tried to pass a school bus, a parked school bus on the right. On the right, yeah, like on the like, shoulder, uh, yeah, huh. you know where people get on and off the bus, yeah, and that resulted in a death and a prison sentence. Mm. Oh Man, boy. I, like it's it's easy to sit here and judge, but you ever think about like all the truly stupid shit? Oh, of course, yeah, that you didn't get in trouble for. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, 
They got to be a little less. <laughs> Speaking- Although Jimbo was, I'll still laugh at Jimbo <laughs> stuff. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Speaking of horrible deaths, I, uh, I watched two of the weirdest movies I've ever seen randomly back to back the other day. Okay. Just randomly. I'll, 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 talk about, I'll talk about a show, too. Randomly okay. watched these two movies back-to-back, and uh, two of one was definitely one of the weirdest, and the other was uh, pretty darn weird. I watched, uh, if people have seen these, I watched John in the Hole. That's, uh, that's not an adult film, either. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't want to give it away, um, but it's about this weird little... John for Every Hole. Yeah, it's a John for Every Hole. But it's, it's pretty good. It's one of those movies where the I'll go ahead and admit this the ending it's one of those open ending ambiguous you know it's like okay, okay. you know there seems to be a lot of that these days but uh, yeah. uh, other than the ending i thoroughly enjoyed john in the hole and then i think i texted you and asked you to watch this i watched the death of dick long did you see that yeah did you watch it i didn't you, you suggest i did not watch okay. it people who have seen that movie know what i'm talking it's funny that i know the reveal here and you have no idea how horrific the twist of this movie is um i really enjoyed that movie now that could that could put me on a list of some sort and if you see this you'll know why <laughs> uh, other Andre highlands in it that's cool yeah it, it, well first of all it's uh set and filmed in alabama and it's one of the few movies that just nails some of the nuance of the southern dipshit these two main characters, <laughs> like they just—I can't even explain it—but it's just the the writer and director obviously grew up in the South because they just and maybe these actors too. I think some of the actors are from the South. Oh, everybody's oh, accent was on point. Everybody's Southern accent is just Wait on point. Wait a minute. And then Did the, I watch this. It's great. I really enjoyed, it. even without the <laughs> horrific image that it paints in your head about the reveal. Uh, it's still a, it's a good movie. It's just, uh, I'm hesitant to call it a dark comedy because it would have to be very dark for it to fall under the comedy, uh, category, but kind of a thriller, kind of a mystery. I did see this. Do you know? Okay. Well, I don't want to ruin it regardless for the listener, but. No, I started watching it. So Uh I forget. I started, it was like, I watched it in like a hotel rooms. I just watched it like a, a little bit of it. Well, it's not a spoiler because the name of the movie is The Death of Dick Long. And all I'll say yeah. is uh, poor old Dick Long dies the absolute more, most horrific death you could ever imagine. Just put it that way. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, real good movie, uh, even yeah. even with the uh, horrific twist there. But yeah, just arbitrarily, just flipping through Prime the other day, I was just in a mood, I was in a mood to watch some movies, so I watched John in the Hole, and then followed it up with The Death of Dick Long, and uh, two of the weirdest movies I've seen in a long time. Watching some goofy stuff. Mm-hmm. I will I will also like to suggest something wild. Uh, this is, it's called 
Paul T. Goldman. Someone just told me that that was amazing. Dude, it's a fucking weird. We started last night. It's a movie, not a series? uh, It's a series. Okay. It's a series. Okay. But it was like it's this guy who Jason Walliner is like a comedy director. Mm-hmm. So Rachel worked with him on like Nathan for You and the stuff. So she knew him, and he had mentioned it to her like years ago. Like I'm working on this thing. This guy tweeted at me that he had this crazy story to tell, and he's like followed it down this rabbit hole. So now this guy has a story about you know intrigue, espionage, whatever. But then the the movie it's it's a documentary. But also this guy wrote a screenplay about his story. So they're making the movie that he's making is part of the documentary. So okay. he's breaking like he'll be in a scene acting that he wrote and it's fucking ridiculous. But then he'll break the scene to then talk with the director and address what, like what was actually happening in his life when that scene happened. But it's. It's got that element of like, all right, we're kind of laughing at this dude, you know. But it's also this guy is desperate to make his story known. Hmm. But he's also kind of a sucker. Okay, Paul so, T. Goodman. So it's like uh, Paul T. Goldman. Goldman. Where? Uh, what? And what it, streamer is it on? Well, we watch a Peacock. Peacock. If you can stand. Putting another thing on there, yeah. yeah. If you can stand getting another streaming service, I know nobody's excited about that, but um, yeah, dude, it's a. I'll it's, check it, it out. Was something. Yeah, someone else told me it was great. I mentioned uh, that in the death of Dick Long, uh, the best Southern accents I've seen in a movie in a long time. Uh, on the other end of the spectrum, I, I saw one of the worst Southern accents I've ever seen. And it's uh, it's a guy you probably know. I've never met him, and I'm hesitant to talk too much shit because I'd love to one day maybe be on his podcast. But uh, <laughs> uh, good movie called Two Leslie, uh, Two Leslie, okay. not not the number two, but um, uh, and it's it, the movie's pretty good. It's it's kind of a character study. the The lead actress is great. She just plays uh, a woman struggling with alcoholism. And her, her right. well, she it starts off she won the lottery and then squandered it, but it wasn't a huge. She won like one hundred and eighty thousand dollars, and then okay. I, then it jumps to six years later, her life's completely in the gutter. But um, oh, Mark Maron, who not oh, a really? not a bad actor. I, I've enjoyed a lot of his stuff, and no, and he's no. good in this. I'm not talking shit other than. He should have just told the director, "Hey, I can't really do a southern accent." It, it, you know, it'd just be better if I was. Even though it's set in a southern town, I'll just be the guy who's not from here. How about that? It's uh, it's a real real rough southern accent. Mark uh, Maron's trying to pull off. It's. I mean, it. People take for granted the southern accent. Mm-hmm. I think because it's like, oh yeah, everybody does it as a joke. It's mm-hmm. like, well, but it's not. You kind of have to. Yeah. Yeah, it's it realistically. It's rough. But, uh, I mean, other than that, like, he, he did a good job, and his character's, you know, likable. And the movie, it's not a feel-good movie, because it's about a lady whose life has fallen apart due to alcoholism. But uh, there is some redemption, so yeah, it's it's worth watching. But To Leslie is the name of that one. And, uh, All right. Yeah. You just, you, just plunk, you just plop down and watch films. Yeah, man. Yeah, getting I like every night is something new. Like some nights I'm just in the mood to watch a documentary. And some nights I'm in the mood to just get high and listen to a record. 
Some nights I'm in the mood to watch some sports. Other nights, all right, it's time to watch a good movie. There's so much shitty movies, so many shitty movies out there that it's well, it's such a treat to find a good one. That's why I would get angry. We also, it's not like a super comfortable setup for like, that's part of like, if I get a house, I was I'm telling Rachel, I feel stupid looking at these hundred-year-old houses. Not like they're fancy or anything, but it's like a hundred-year-old house, but they're not designed with like, oh, here's where you watch TV and like, mm-hmm. I how do I put my TV in the yeah in the sit in the sitting room next That's to the fainting couch? Mm-hmm. <laughs> how can I how can I convert this opium den into a entertainment center? <laughs> oh my uh, but yeah, I like I want I do want like a super comfortable. It sounds I know like the big thing is to like well I don't even watch TV I don't like you know it's not I man I like turning off mm-hmm. I oh, like absolutely. turning off my I don't. My brain doesn't get turned off too often. Mm-hmm. But when TV's on, like that's why I have to listen to podcasts at night or something. Like, I don't want to do a TV in the bedroom. I don't want that. Mm-hmm. But like, I want the big silly couch. Yeah. Watch a, watch a movie <coughs> kind of thing. So we'll see. But yeah, so I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I haven't been really plopping down and watching stuff lately. Mm-hmm. I uh, got these suggestions. I got to get to them. I urge you to watch the death of Dick Long. I think you'll enjoy that. I do. I realize I had started watching it, Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to. I'm trying to remember what content, like where I was watching it. But I I remember it starting. I remember being like, "Oh, Andre Highland." I think it was like because it was Andre Highland. I'm like, "Oh yeah, Andre Highland. I'll watch this." The um, and then it was like getting weird, and I think I fell asleep. These uh, the three dudes are in a. They got their own little garage band. And uh, all they yeah. do, and they're terrible, and they're they're obsessed with the late '90s, early aughts, uh, new metal, and active rock. And they're all, they're doing like stained covers and nickel, yeah. Nickelback yeah. covers, and uh, but yeah, just the detail and the nuance of these characters, like. They've got an emergency, and they're trying to figure out what's going on. He's like, well, call into work. He's like, well, I can't tell them it's an emergency. I already told them that when we went to see Papa Roach. Oh, yeah, because the, the dude works at, like, a Costco or something. Yeah, well, no, the one guy works at, like, a, some warehouse. But he's yeah. he's like, I can't tell him it's an emergency. I already used that for Papa Roach. They're always, you know, I think I will I will pick that one. Yeah, it's it's good. I mean, it's it's good, and, and the, the reveal is like, holy fuck. It's, uh, yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, I didn't get to the reveal. That's mm-hmm. why I'm like, this is an intriguing movie. And then I, okay, I did not get to the reveal. Mm-hmm. And But all, all, right. the, all the all actors right. are great. All the actors are great. So, yeah, everybody crushes it. All so, right. Yeah, it's a good one. Okay, we'll get a look-see at it then. Good times. Good times. All right, buddy. What's, uh, what you got going on? You, you doing comedy shows? What you doing, buddy? Nothing of note. Uh, I do have some news that uh, I just locked down yesterday. I uh, don't have a date yet, but uh, the special will drop soon on YouTube. Uh, not soon, but a uh, month or two, hopefully. And then uh, nice. al- also uh, plans to release a big, fat double LP vinyl. So, oh, all right. Yeah, I'm going double. I, I, I don't have the material for a triple like you just did with the trampoline in a ditch. But, I didn't. Uh, I only had half. That <laughs> last record only had half full. It was only half full. But yeah, I'm uh, doing a nice fat double LP with Blonde Medicine Records. So that will be out uh, sometime in oh, the spring. Nice. Sometime in the spring. So yeah. That's good. Still coming out sooner than mine is probably. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking give up. I yeah. Wh- when is yours coming out? Great question. Yeah. 
Great question. Showbiz nonsense, huh? Yeah, uninteresting bullshit. I hear you. That just pesters me, so I won't bore people with it. But that's that's awesome, buddy. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited about that. We'll uh I'll keep you posted, but yeah, no no dates as of yet, but uh sometime in the spring uh on YouTube and then maybe um well, a week or two after that we'll start taking pre-orders for the vinyl and then uh yeah, we'll take it from there. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Uh anything coming up? You on the road this weekend? What am I doing this week? No, man, I'm just I'm just around, dude. I just live here, dude. Good for you, buddy. Now, I'm, at, I'm at Al's Den in Portland this weekend, 27th and 28th. Nice. Maybe the 26th. I don't know if it's got three. I think it's only two nights. I'm not sure. It's just I'm working on stuff, you know. Then I'm doing a Sklar Brothers podcast, Dumb People Town, for Sketchfest at Cobbs on the 5th of February. Nice. Uh and then, uh, yeah, that's that's what I got. And then Bronger and I on tour 21st through the 24th. If you happen to live in South Dakota or North Dakota or Duluth, Minnesota or Winnipeg, all the places that are just great in the middle of February, <laughs> I will. I I don't want to promise that these venues will have heat. I'm assuming they will. Yeah, I would hope so. Warmth and camaraderie. Come on out for some warmth and camaraderie. Well, good times, buddy. Yeah, I don't have any uh, road dates booked till June, but I might have till some. Ju- oh yeah. man, yeah, Take I'm start. It. I'm starting from scratch. You know, I'm I'm rebuilding the hour. I'm, I've retired the hour that I just yeah. recorded, so I just. Uh, and I know you're you're more well versed at that, but I didn't time it out. I didn't plan it out right. You know, it's like, well, I recorded that. And that was all my material, and if I want to retire that, I'm just back to zero. So I got about I got a good six minutes right now. Well, but but then that but then I would if I were I would be working and then that six minutes would push out an old six minutes Mm -hmm. and then a new fifteen minutes would push out like I've still unless it's it's released I still kind of cycle out the stuff that's recorded yeah even then yeah we'll see but yeah yeah you got you can still work nobody's gonna hold you to that yeah we'll see but yeah hopefully I'll uh, I might uh, get out there March or April fart around somewhere. Come on out, see us fart around. That's right. That's right. Buddy. Get your money's worth. Well, good All times, right, buddy. Good times, man. Good luck with the uh, the house hunting. Thanks. Yeah, I'm not. I feel. I do feel guilty talking. Dude, about don't it. feel guilty, but you got to live somewhere. People do own houses. I yeah, guess. people own houses. It's not like you're buying a, a castle, are you? Who are I you? Mean, Who are you? Be... Tyler Perry. It... It'll be my, yeah. I'm actually buying Tyler Perry's old estate. <laughs> no, that's exciting, buddy. You, sh- you should be excited about this, so keep us posted. <laughs> Moved into Tyler Mama's house or whatever the hell. What's his? What's his? Medea. Medea. I got uh, bought well, e- Isla Medea. What if Tyler Perry's old island. What if Kyle Cadane's in the next Medea movie? <laughs> At this point, man, fuck it. <laughs> if they, if they, if it wasn't like, do you want to audition for a Medea movie? It's like, hey, next week, fly down. We got a part for you in the new Medea movie. Yeah, give it to me. I audition. Got to keep them guessing. I've been doing comedy a year, and I uh, was asked to audition for Tyler Perry's House of Pain. If you remember that great old sitcom from like uh, 08, 07. 
Oh, and, somebody's name was Payne. Yeah, and I thought, uh, man, this things are falling into place. I'm already getting auditions, and uh, didn't didn't book the gig, huh? but uh, not too worried about that. Honestly, Atlanta. I mean, if you're sticking around Atlanta, there's work to be done. Did yeah. Baron Vaughn. Baron Vaughn moved out there. Oh, did he? I didn't know that. Yeah, I think Baron lives out there with his family. Good for him. Old it's Baron Vaughn. Five, yeah. Yeah, I like Baron. Good yeah, dude, buddy. All right, man. Great dude. Good catching up. Let's uh, seal it up. Let's sorry <laughs> about your quesadilla. <laughs> That's all right. I'll get over it. We'll go eat some sausage. I understand the disappointment. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. Be good. The Boogie Monster. Network.